You're listening to the Ambitious Mama Podcast, and I'm your host, Krista Rialba. This episode is brought to you by USANA Health Sciences. I've been taking the products for 12 years. I've also been partnered with them for 12 years. And it's so incredible that you can stay confident and empowered in your life and in your health through even the most craziest of times like right now. So please visit kristarialba.usana.com forward slash share to check out true health for your family, everything from supplements for your kiddos to supplements to support your immune system. And also if you're game, I would love for you to join my team, partner with me and spread the the message of health and empowerment and feeling good. So let's get to this week's episode. Hey mamas, I'm so happy that you're here. Thank you for taking the time to learn and to grow and to be empowered. Up next is Lori Truman. She is the VP of sales for USANA Health Sciences and she's been a part of my journey since literally day one. I have Marcus in the background. I'm sure you can hear him playing. Kids are home. Things are good. I hope you are well. So enjoy this episode. Enjoy learning from Lori. She is a mom of three. She's incredibly ambitious woman who really leads with such grace and confidence and compassion. And I really look up to her. So tune in and let me know your biggest takeaway. So excited to hear from you guys. Uh, Give this a shout out on, on Facebook or Instagram, spread the word and let's all empower each other. Talk soon guys. Okay, welcome everyone. I am here with uh, someone that I've been meaning to introduce you to for a while. So we have Miss Lori Truman here, and she is the VP of US Sales for USANA Health Sciences. If you are brand new to the podcast, then you'll learn a little bit about USANA in this podcast. But if you've been listening, I've been talking about it since the beginning. (laughs) So I'm so excited to have Lori here because Lori, you've been such an important part of my journey over the last 12 years. I'm so happy to have you here. You know, I'm really honored to be here and I'm, I'm so glad that you started this. I think that there's a lot of moms out there that are ambitious and caring, but they want to pour their passion into something that's purposeful. And I think you've done exactly that um, in your 12 years. I mean, watching you and your beautiful family in traveling with you. It's just, it's been such an honor to be part of that journey for, for your 12 years with USANA. It's me. It's like, what a journey. Like, I mean, when I first launched this podcast, as I was just sharing before we pressed record, like, of course you were on my list of people that I wanted to interview. And then, um, if, if everyone's listening during this time that we're in this pandemic as if that's what we're calling it, like seeing you um, just step up and lead the field in with such, like it feels like it, like and at least from our standpoint, like you didn't miss a beat. Like you're like, okay, yep, this is happening, and it was like you just were able to pivot and just and just showcase that strength, um, confidence, but also that grace. And I think that's what makes you such a strong female leader in corporate and um and we know we need that balance yeah for sure no thank you that's really 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 kind of you to say because i think um you know as 
as women, I think we can put a lot on our shoulders and we can be really hard on ourselves. Yes. And I think over this last year, so I would say over this past two years, actually, I built um, a team. So I had about five individuals on my team and now we're about 15 individuals. Mm -hmm. And during that time, I just kept telling them, look, like we're together probably more than you're with your family. And when you're with your family, your brothers and your sisters, you have to operate in this great, in this state of grace. Mm -hmm. And you have to be kind and caring and know that everybody is doing their best. Yeah. And just operate in that state of grace and be really mindful about how you're approaching and what you're doing. And so I think it's helped me really to look at things in a different light of being more mindful mm -hmm. and, and understanding that everybody has good intentions, whether that comes across or not. And so, you know, during this time of really being mindful, finding that balance and operating in grace for everyone around you, because everyone deals with stress and anxiety and nobody's been in this circumstance before. So everybody operates differently under stress and different, you know, people are going to have their moments. It's going to be a roller coaster. Some people will shut down. Some people will really thrive. And I think it's being operating in a place of grace right now, but yes. grace for yourself as well. Oh, Don't yes. put yourself, make sure that you operate in a state of grace for yourself. Find that time to be mindful. Find that time to know that you don't have to accomplish it all. Your, your house may be a little bit crazy because the kids are home full time. Whatever that thing is, then it's like, just operate in a place of grace right now, right? We've never been in this place before. And I think we all have to be mindful about how we're treating and talking and being with each other, but also with our families and with ourselves. And I think that's really something that I've just kind of learned over my time and my journey is just that mindfulness and that grace. So. Oh, beautiful. I mean, when, when everything got a little, got serious, I guess, you know, a few weeks back and everything kind of happened, um, I had a real quick lesson on, on how, on managing my energy, because as I think I do have more, um, when I say masculine, I mean like that, like that get it done, like that kind of energy. And I feel like right from the, the get go, I was like, maybe type A is another way of saying it. I don't know, but I'm like, okay, oh my God, we got so much to do. Like we're going to like, in this like schedule and I'm going to manage this and I'm going to be a rock star through this all. And then I quickly like crashed and burned like within like 48 hours. Right. And, um, and then I just wanted to give up. And then Mike, uh, like he obviously talked to me off of the ledge as he normally does, but he, he shared, he said, like, this is a beautiful opportunity for those of you who are leaders and who, um, who love to empower others, this is your time, right? People need you now more than ever to, to, to find that strength, right? And to, to show another way of living, another perspective in these times. Because the, the general perspective is, not, is going to be one of fear. Yeah, for sure. I, I think that is such such great sound advice right now mm -hmm. in, in, and we were kind of talking about this a little bit right before of just 
putting out, there's so much fear and negativity, right? And people are turning to social, which has fear and negativity. And so being the light of positivity, and, and I think you've done that beautifully, is just being that light for others to be able to shine. You've been shining the light on many different people during this time. And I think it just helps people you know, build that belief and, and not focus in on the fear as much, but really focusing in on taking this time and finding those moments of gratitude and shifting. And, and he's right, like your leadership is really, this is a prime time for your leadership because you have worked and you've done hard things and looking at this time, you're able to look at this time and be graceful with yourself and look at it as a time of being able to help others see that light and opportunity um, within themselves. And so I think you've done that beautifully. That's such great advice from Mike. He always, he always nails it. <laughs> He's like behind the scenes. Um, okay, so as a woman um, who is very ambitious, this is obviously the Ambitious Mama podcast, and you are an ambitious mama, um, can you speak a little bit in terms of like that wave of like, I mean, our, our actual, like our, our cycle, but we like, you just say like in a month's time, like some, sometimes we have more to give and we can be on live videos and zooms and, and sometimes we need to be a little bit more behind the scenes, maybe doing more admin. Can you speak about how you honor that? Cause, cause you must have some sort of awareness around that. Cause you do it so beautifully. Um, again, I think that You've got to go back to really understanding where you're at and where you're, where you, I'm trying to think, where you find your ambition and like where you're at your peak, right? So in the mornings, is that your peak time? Yeah. And is that your time to really get things done? Um, a lot of people, I, I know like most of, I think a lot of successful people start their day early. It's exercise. It's gratitude. It's journaling. And I, I think personally finding those habits. Um, and I think honestly, during this time, this is probably the best time to integrate and, and start to push some of these habits that you've really wanted to, because you probably have a little bit of time to do that. But yeah. I think finding those habits that I, I would say light your soul on fire that, you know, I'm really good in the morning and I need to, or I need to get out and I, my creativity is really good in the morning. And so for me, I like to go run. Um, I like to do yoga. So I like to do those things and have that time for myself mm -hmm. just to think or, or quite honestly, to clear my head. Um, it could be either or. But then being able to find those times during the day or during the week, right? It may not be, you may hit a wall one day and you may just go, I'm done. Like I'm, I'm not recording anything. You may decide to wake up and just get going and you're in your pajamas all day and that's okay too, right? Yeah. Just whatever you feel from a productive pro productivity standpoint, where are you most productive and taking advantage of that time that you're most productive, but then also finding that time for a break, finding that time for that self-care um, again, going back to creating those habits, I think right now, again, is that perfect time to create some of those habits in the morning, you know, just 
close your eyes and think about three things that you're grateful for. Or, you know, we do this with the kids right before I go to bed. Um, I, I just, you know, three things that you're grateful for that happened today. And so I let them share three things and it just helps to kind of go to bed on this high versus going to bed with this, all this heaviness of what the day brought you. And so I think it's finding that balance for you and being mindful of, of your schedule personally. And you've got a family to integrate, especially right now. So also what works for them, right? It's okay to take a break and go out and like my eight-year-old, he's like laced his shoes up and he's like, I'm going to play basketball for 20 minutes, right? It's okay to take those breaks um, and for yourself, but also with your family and to have that time with them right now. And so I think there's also days that you're really on that it's like you could probably record 10 videos and if you can, you should, right? <laughs> That was like a, some really great advice I got from, from Leanne uh, back in the day. And she's like, she's like, she could feel like when I was really on, she's like, Chris, I want you to ride that, like ride it up, like ride the wave of your, your energy right now and just get as much done as you can. Right. Cause it, it does come and when it comes, it feels so good, you know, yeah. and it's really about just like you said, maximizing that and then being graceful with yourself when you don't have a lot to get. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday, I was like, I'm done, nap time, and I just shut her down. <laughs> there have been times that, like, you hit a wall. Like, I hit a wall, and I just go, okay, I got to go for a walk, or I got to, I just need to get up and go move, and, and it just helps to just clear your head. Um, but the one thing I would caution you on, and I, I've mentioned this, like, just be mindful about where your vices are. I would also tell you with that and, and try to also, it doesn't mean that you can't have vices. Everybody has vices. Everybody has their things that they go to um, that they just need to shut down their brain or their mind. And, and that's okay too. Just be mindful about the time you spend there, right? Whether that's social media, whether that's Netflix, whether that's, you know, whatever that is for you, just be mindful of how much time you're pouring into there because what you're consuming is really, it, even if it's mindless for you and you're kind of numbing out, you're still taking stuff in. So you've got to be really mindful of where you're taking those breaks. So. Absolutely. I mean, I, I don't have this on my post-it note, but you just inspired me. Um, you've seen a lot of incredible success stories over the years. Like, I mean, you could, couldn't count them, I'm sure. Like, there's so many. When we're speaking specifically, let's let's think of specifically about the, the moms who you've seen really create incredible residual leveraged businesses. Um, what qualities do you think that they have? Is there anything that really stands out to you that would be helpful for anyone who's listening, who's really wanting to, to take this season to really create some growth? Yeah, no, that's a, a great point. I was thinking actually this morning on my run um, it's amazing how many hours we spend consuming social media without pouring into social media ourselves. Yeah. And being able, what I've seen with those that are consistent, we're talking about ambition, right? Um, is getting out of their comfort zone yeah. and putting themselves out there. And what I notice is that you, you attract those like-minded people and they're there to encourage you and and that encouragement helps build your, that confidence. And so I see 
you know, women that at first might be a little hesitant to put themselves out there through social or any other manner, but putting themselves out there and they start to attract these other like-minded women. And then it's like, they've got this whole group to encourage them and they're there and they're commenting and they're pouring in and quickly you realize like how you've attracted this tribe. And so I think that confidence, um, I think that consistency, I, I think with any leader, and as we talked about creating those consistent good habits, but the consistency of whatever you're doing. Um, and then also, as you kind of mentioned in the beginning, being able to pivot, right? Yeah. So we're in a different time. So being able to pivot, your message may not be the same as it once, as it once was. You may have to pivot and tweak that a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so I've seen a lot of the successful women be able to put themselves out there and get over that fear um, to build that confidence. And I think it's that, um, it's that ambition, but also that clarity. Mm-hmm. And, and this might be a good time for people to, as I talk about like journaling, we don't have the time to sit with ourselves and to just think because we're so stimulated with everything. And so being able to take 10 minutes, five minutes, there it is, and journal and get your thoughts out on paper to say like, what, what is my passion? And what, what drives me? Because if you can start to get clarity on that, you can start to move forward in a process. Um, we adopt something that I, I love. It's kind of an MVP process too, that it's, it's, going, it's minimal viable product, which means just start. Start mm-hmm. somewhere. Because that journey of just starting, don't wait till it's perfect. We all have that perfectionist in us. Don't wait till it's perfect. Start. And then as you move forward, you're going to tweak it. You're going to pivot. You're going to see what's working, what's not working. But if you don't ever start, you won't ever know. And so. Absolutely. That's definitely been my journey in a nutshell. (laughs) You've done so great. And embracing, you know, embracing almost that getting out of your comfort zone, right? Mm-hmm. And, and trying something new and you try it and you see, you know, how did that feel to you? I think that's most important. It's not necessarily the full reaction of what everybody else thinks. It's how did that feel to you? Mm-hmm. And if it felt really good, go with it. If it didn't, kind of adjust and move forward. Oh, I'm so happy I asked that question. <laughs> Everyone's going to be quoting you on those. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Lori. Um, Yeah, that clarity and that confidence and the consistency, the three C's. Did you mean to do that? No, I didn't actually. (laughs) (laughs) That is, I mean, that's exactly what you need to be thinking about. So Absolutely. And that's like, um, you have to believe in yourself first. Like, don't expect if you're you know, and that, especially right now, raising children in the social media age, like they're, they're watching these YouTube videos and they're like, they have so many subscribers. They have so many likes and things like that. I'm like, okay, but that doesn't matter. They have to believe and be confident in themselves first. Right. And yeah. it's so applicable for even like, you know, women in their thirties and forties who are like ready to do that post. It's like, okay, do you feel confident about what you're bringing to the world? right? Because people are going to read it and they might not like it. They might not share it right away, but you are speaking your truth, which is most important. Yeah. 
Beautiful. Okay. So you have been with USANA for a while. And this is not even a common in this day and age to stay with a company that long. How long has it been? So I've been with USANA at 17 years. It's incredible. So there must be something good going on. <laughs> so what makes you, what drew you to USANA in the first place? And what has kept you so excited and loyal? And, you know, you're just such, oh, you're such a team player and you're just always just setting the tone for us on the field. So thank you so much for your dedication and your passion, but I would love to know more about that journey. Thank you. Thanks so much. That's so nice. Um, you know, so I started in recognition and events and I just remember my backgrounds in coaching. I, I coached competitive and college and high school cheerleading um, owned my own gym for about four years. And so uh, coaching has always been something that I've just, I've had such a passion for. And I started in recognition and events at USANA 17 years ago. And during that time, you know, you're on these trips with these um, top leaders, these really successful individuals. And I just, honestly, I fell in love with the people. Like I would hurry and quickly get my work done as fast as I could so that I could get out and sit with them and say, you know, tell me about your family. Tell me about your journey. What's next for you? What do you want to achieve? How are you doing it? Um, I love operating in a place of like strategy and like listening to people's ideas and then helping them kind of expand and implement. And so that's been really a big passion of mine. And so it's, I mean, it's perfect because I get to work with all these entrepreneurs and I'm such an entrepreneur spirit that being able to work with all of these different entrepreneurs, such positivity and mindset. And for me, I mean, I love, I love the home office side. Um, we have an incredible management team. I mean, obviously our CEO, our president, the executive team is so they're just really great people. Yeah. And, you know, the team that I get to work with every single day is full of incredible people. I just look in the home office has such talented people within the home office. And then you also have the, the, all the different leaders and business builders. And I just, the mindset, the entrepreneur. And so when you look at that from a whole, it comes down to me for the community too. Mm -hmm. like, when we talk about being part of something positive and knowing that you're, you're helping people, I mean, what a bigger picture than creating the healthiest family on earth, yeah. right? Like that's a big vision and, and I like big vision. So yeah. to be able to be part of something where we're creating and helping people, that's a big vision. And I, I love being able to be a part of that and be partnering with people that are so passionate about it, like you. And so many other individuals, you mentioned Leanne, I just love Leanne. Um, but there's so many incredible people that are part of this community. And that I think is what has kept me going um, for 17 years is, you know, the, the purpose, the passion, the vision, the creativity, it just keeps us going in furthering and, and becoming more relevant. I mean, even in today's what's going on in today and being able to pivot and I think you know working with so many different leaders and they've done that I mean you guys have all done this which is amazing so that's it's, 
That's what drives me. That's what keeps me here. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I have to take it back to my very first convention when I met you for the first time. So like to echo your, your statements about like the people like that, I was just, so I'm 25 years old. I have no idea what USANA is, but I'm here at this big event. I've never been to Salt Lake City before. And I and people are saying, I think you're like a top associate in role. I was like, I don't even know what that means. And then I'm like meeting all these people. And, um, and then it was like the very first day and I'm with Leanne and I like, I'm in a place I don't know. I don't even know what's happening. And we just did our registration. And then I was so overwhelmed with, with um, like, to me, I was like, I couldn't believe that little me from little small town, you know, Canada found such an incredible company. And I was like, so overwhelmed with like, I was humbled, I guess the word is, but I couldn't believe the people. And I was like, I was in tears in the hotel lobby. And she was like, Krista, that was just registration. Like, I'm like, I'm concerned how you're gonna handle this. So then I think I met you and um, Belinda Lee a few days later. Um, it was, I'm just, I, I can visualize it perfectly, but it was, you were just like such confident, powerful women. And I was just like, okay, like I'm in the right place. Like I could see the path of where I was going. And, and I think you like acknowledged me and like you, you had an idea or something who I was from Leanne's team. And I was like, wow, like this is going to be the best thing ever. And it was just such a cool first experience to, to meet you and the greater USANA family for the first time. And I mean, it was nothing that I was searching for, but it was what a game changer. And yeah. I've been just as excited since. <laughs> that's so, that's so great. I mean, to go back and just kind of see the time frame and, you know, the impact and just being a part of something greater and knowing like I'm in the right place. Right. Yeah. And, and, I think through your journey, sometimes you kind of look and say, you, you pivot or you have to adjust. And yes. knowing that that solid foundation for you is I'm doing the right thing. I'm in the right place. Yes. I, I will need to adjust. I need to recreate. I need to. And, and I think you've done that beautifully um, yes. through the years of just continuing to stay relevant and continuing to be mindful of the content you're putting out and wow. you've done such a beautiful job so how yeah, fun i think thank you and i think that's a perfect you know place to kind of just put in there like we've all had hard times like i've been on the phone with you like just in, in low moments and you know and that those are real and when i think when any of the listeners are watching any women who just look like they're rocking it just know that there is a lot of trials and tribulation and tears and like that you're not seeing right and it's and and if anyone wants to know my you know ups and downs I'm happy to share them but it's it's all been worth it in the end yeah it's a journey right and through through those times that you've you've had those lows you've learned right you've yes. you've had to go through those to be where you're at today yes and, and as hard as it is and as part of the time, we don't want to be grateful for those opportunities. I mean, right now, right? We've got to be able to look and see, have that gratitude to find the moments, like to be able to say, I get to spend more time with my family. I get to be more present. I get to create better habits. Like being able to learn from these challenges 
is something that makes us come out better. And I think that you've continued to do that. And again, going back to that tribe, that's the best part about having like-minded individuals around you. Because when you are having those hard days, having those people there to listen and, you know, they, they listen with such grace and such love for you and care, but they also know what you're capable of. And see, that's where I think like in the conversations that you and I have, I know what you're capable of. And even in those down times, I know that's, it's just a moment in time that you just need to kind of work through and process through so that you can move forward and become greater and better in your journey. And so I think that's something that, you know, finding that tribe, whether it's one, two, three, ten people, whatever that is, it, it adds so much to you and who you are. So. Yes, absolutely. And I'm actually just looking at my office window. And I remember last summer talking to you right there. I was outside and I was having a moment. And that just seems like such a, just a little blip on the, the timeline that, um, that has allowed us to create such a just incredible life for our family of just freedom and, and health. And it's like, like my, it's incredible. It's, it's crazy. Like pinch me. <laughs> um, okay. So we're going to wrap this up in just, I have two other burning questions here. Um, I knew, I know that you can add some value around the whole topic of the fear of selling, especially as a woman. Okay. So yeah. what, what can you add to that conversation just for some brain shifts? Cause that's almost what everyone says to me when they're thinking of becoming an ambassador is like, Sounds good, but I, I'm really, I, I'm, I hate sales. I'm really bad at sales. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so one of the things that I would say first off is it, I laugh at how much, like how many things are floating around just within my team, quite honestly, of things that people have shared that they love. Like, oh my gosh, you have to read this book. I loved it. Or you have to try this product. I loved this. Or, you know, it, it never, like you'll walk in and they're all using the same thing or they're all drinking the same thing or whatever it is. And so I want you to think like, if you, if you do have that hard time, like, oh, sales, it's not for me. I want you to think of like the recommendations that you've made to about something that you've loved. So whether it's a restaurant, a movie, a product, um, something that would help and benefit somebody. I know like as moms, we're always trying to look out for each other and say, you've got to try this or you know what, get this and, and be able to support one another in our journeys. And so especially like you go into motherhood for the first time and you're getting all of this different advice. What diapers do you use? What about this? What about this? And I think everybody is so gracious and being able to offer their advice and and so that's something that you are passionate about, that you, that you love, right? Like you probably have a favorite restaurant or you probably have something that you like a favorite, like I cook a lot of soups. And so I'm always sending recipes to different people. Like you got to try this. It's so great. So when you start to look at it from that perspective, once you try something, and so I'm in, I am going to use USANIC as an example. Once you try something and you really love it, and it's going, you know, it's going to benefit somebody else. So for example, I'll take um, like a vitamin C, right? You know, I've got a good quality vitamin C. I'm taking care of my family, but I want to make sure 
that my sister is taking care of her family and I want to make sure that my best friend is taking care of her family. And so I'm going to suggest it a lot of the time. Maybe I'll give them some of it to, to try it out. But I think when you love something so much, it's very easy for you to be able to shift that mindset because it's something that you love and you know you're helping other people with. And yeah. so when you look at anything, I mean, anything from restaurants to movies to clothing, if you find a clothing store that you really love, you typically suggest it. Um, it even when, like I think about at one of the retreats we were at, um, Anna had a dress on and I was like, oh my gosh, I love your dress. And so yeah. she told me, um, excuse me. And I went on and I was like, this is exactly like, I love all their clothing. So it's, see, you just kind of easily recommend a lot of things. And I think a lot of people, they get into that space where, how can I really offer this and feel like I'm offering something of value? And, but it's like, if you love it personally, and that's where I think it's important that whatever you're selling, you better, you better be able to stand behind, you better be able to love, it better represent your brand and who you are as a person. Because if you're gonna go out and represent something, you wanna make sure that you're representing something that is, you know, that aligns with your values. Is that high integrity, um, adds value to people's lives, gives back to people, I mean, all of those different aspects, making sure that whatever you partner with and whatever you're selling, that you're personally aligned with it, that you personally either consume it or you love it and you're passionate about it so that it's easier to share. So hopefully that helps. That totally helps. Okay, perfect. Now, last burning question is, um, I've always wondered how you, I think that your job and a lot of the, the jobs at, at corporate are very, um, you have a lot to do. They're very, they can be very demanding and you have a schedule and you can't just like turn it off completely. So how do you manage that with raising children and doing such a great job? Like, what can you speak to that? Well, thank you. First off, um, I would have to say again, those areas of your life that you learn from, I, I haven't always had balance. Mm -hmm. Um, I found that when my kids were little, I was working a lot yeah. and I could quickly see, I could quickly see for myself that it just, it wasn't healthy for me. Mm. Um, it wasn't healthy for my family. And so, I mean, let's be honest, whatever we're passionate about, we could pour into 24 seven, yeah. right? At anything. And, and it will always be there, right? The emails will always be there. The text messages will always be there. And so I think I had to learn setting boundaries. Um, and I think that's something that everybody should learn on setting boundaries, whatever that is. Um, it might not be work. It might be social. It might be, I don't know. There's all these different things that are happening in your life. And so I, I learned that I had to set boundaries. And so what I did is, you know, I'd be on my way home from the office. Um, my kids that were in daycare at the time, I picked them up. And as soon as I would pick them up, I would be present. Yeah. And now granted, that doesn't mean that if I have a conference call that I would still listen to my conference call, maybe while I was making dinner or I would still text message back a few people. So I, I mean, my boundaries were, weren't black and white. They were a little gray. Um, but then like I would just be present until I put the kids to bed. And then after the kids would go to bed, 
then I might jump back on. If I, if I felt like I needed to, I might jump back on, answer text messages or emails um, to be able to just kind of finish off my day. Yeah. Um, but again, I think you have to find that balance for you. As a mama, you've got to take the time for yourself. I think it's so easy for us to put ourselves on the back burner, but guess what? When we put ourselves on the back burner, we are so often pouring from an empty cup. Um, and that's just not healthy for you. That's not healthy for your family. That's not healthy for anyone. And so being able to fi find what you need to do to pour into yourself first and foremost, I think is very important to find balance. And then being very, put your boundaries in. You know, also being willing to say no to things that don't align with your, again, with your values. It's okay to say no. It's okay to say, you know what, I, I'm just, unfortunately, I don't have the time for that right now. Thank you so much for the offer. Yeah. We're so afraid to let other people down, but by letting, by trying to do something, we're letting ourselves down. Absolutely. And we need, totally. to, <laughs> we need to keep our promises to ourselves and keep those boundaries in place. And so we've got to be very mindful of that. And that's, that's helping you find that balance is pouring back into yourself making sure you're not pouring from an empty cup, you know, setting those boundaries in place so that people can know what they can expect from you. Like I'm available during these hours. I'm not available during these hours because it's with my family. Um, just being able to put yourself out there and then being able to learn to say, to say no that, to things that don't add value to your journey, so. Absolutely, and I just have to highlight one thing that you said there about keeping your promises to yourself and how much that is an act of self-care and self-worth. So, you know, when women are, are building businesses alongside raising little ones, they can sometimes say, okay, well, I just have to pour everything into the kids. Yeah. And I, I've seen it. it, that's not actually doing them as much good as you think it is anyways. Because I think it was Jen Groover who shared with me that at the end of the day, our job is to, to be happy and to pursue our dreams and to live a life that they can live by example, right? Yeah, they don't nice. necessarily need the cookies freshly made or the whatever. They don't need, they don't need you 24 seven or want you maybe. <laughs> and that's great advice too, because I think so often, and some of the things you have to look at and say, am I using this as an excuse? Yes. Right? Like, am I finding this as an excuse? Will I still do it later because it's important to me and gives back to me? So again, I think you are setting an example for your kids. And do your kids feel like they have to do everything because you're trying to, to be all things to all people? Um, and so just be, I think that's really great advice to make sure, I mean, at the end of the day, your kids want a happy mama, right? They want and they want mom, part of being happy is you pursuing your passions and your purpose. And they want that for you too, right? They want you to be there with them. But I think having a conversation with them and involving them is also something that I think is very important so that they know, you know, when, when mom goes to work, here's what mom is doing and here's why mom is doing what she's doing. Um, I think when you can explain that and regardless of their age, you know, kind of conform the message to where they're at. Yeah. But I think that really helps them to see 
you know, mom's passionate. She is pursuing something that she loves. She still loves me just as much. So I, I think that is beautiful. hundred percent, hundred percent. And I've, I've spoke about that before in a past episode. It's like business goals and family goals. They're all on the same page on the fridge, you know, so that they're like, okay, mom's on that call because she's helping this mom here spend more time with her kids because she was, you know, maybe uh, firing her boss or whatever it is. But that's awesome. Lori, thank you so much for your time. This has been um, really, really valuable. And I know everyone in our USANA family is really going to benefit from this call, but also uh, people who have never heard of USANA because of your incredible leadership. So thank you so, so much for your time, for the journey, and for everything you're doing behind the scenes right now, because I know our company is about to just have explosive growth and so many exciting things are happening. So, so excited to be a part of it too. Yes. And I, I just have to say, I love what you're doing. Um, just your passion and your purpose, but being that shining light for so many, it just helps them feel like they have a place to come to. And so I just love that you're continuing to empower so many around you and especially women and that you've created such a great podcast and highlighting some really ambitious mamas. So thanks so much for inviting me. This was such a great time. So really appreciate it, Krista. Awesome. We'll talk soon. Hey, bye. Okay, mamas, that is a wrap. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you took notes. I know I sure did. I love the commitment, the consistency, the compassion, like so many amazing takeaways, you guys. Please take action. Apply this to your life, to your business. And of course, please check out USANA. As you know, I am super passionate about this company and it might just be a fit for you as well. KristaRialba.usana.com forward slash share. Talk soon.